0: Hey, I'm Jen. In life, I've learned that adversity is a stranger to no one. The way we cope is a huge indicator of our character. We want to make choices from confidence, empowerment, and trust, instead of letting our circumstances control us. Let's talk about how. This is episode N, No Means No, Empowering versus Enabling. Welcome to the podcast this week. I apologize for my voice. We are getting over colds, so this is how I sound. (laughs) Let's jump right into name the emotion. Something I saw this week is to name them is to tame them, and I really liked that because mostly because it rhymed. But when we name our emotion, it puts distance between us and what we're feeling, and so it kind of allows us to step back and see what's really going on and again, separate us from what we're feeling so it's not controlling. And then I was thinking about positive emotions. Well, why is it helpful to name those? It increases our emotional awareness and it helps us know what we want or what we don't want. It helps us build relationships and just move forward in general and so that we can stay in the moment and not dwell. So the three that I have for this week are the first one is Surprised. Uh, I saw this on Facebook. One of my friends figured out that expired sunscreen didn't work, and that's unfortunate because by the time you realize that, it's probably too late. The next one is amused, and this was my emotion. I went to a baby shower last week, and opening gifts took a while just because of the number of people that were there and because the woman opening, the presents was just so gracious and kind and thorough and it was so sweet to watch. But my friend and I just had a great old time in the back commenting on what baby things we like or needed or what frustrated us. For example, baby sleepwear with snaps, zippers all the way, especially for nighttime because you're up at two in the morning trying to change a diaper and you're trying to align these snaps if it's not working. So yeah, we were lamenting about that together and it was just very amusing. A gift was also open that was a stuffed animal of the pout pout fish and she and I turned to each other and recognized it right away before she even pulled out the book that went along with it and so my friend said tell me you're a mom without telling me you're a mom. All in all very enjoyable plus I haven't been to baby showers very often because of COVID so great to get back into it. And the last one was I was at book club and a girl was sharing that she was annoyed because of how much her in-laws cross boundaries and just snoop into their lives. So I could relate to that. Well, not necessarily my in-laws, but just other people snooping and crossing boundaries where they shouldn't. So that is the Name the Emotion segment. On to my list for the week. My list is short and sweet. It's just my top three favorite meals. Number one is potato soup or really anything to do with potatoes. Number two is homemade crepes. Love making those. And number three is homemade chicken cordon bleu. It's a lot easier than it sounds and so, so delicious. I use the recipe from Our Best Bites. Okay, so the topic for this week is no means no and empowering versus enabling, and this has to do with children and just being an example and holding them accountable and things like that. So, Dr. Laura Friedrich, a licensed psychologist who works with families, said from a technical perspective, Enabling happens when a parent removes a naturally occurring negative consequence from a grown child's life and the child doesn't learn from the experience. So I'm sure you've all heard of helicopter moms or parents that are just trying to shield their child from every adverse experience and this doesn't end up well. It seems great and fine in the moment and I know it's hard to watch your children suffer or experience pain but really you're not doing them a favor by saving them from all those little things. Where I really learned this concept was from a book called The Gift of Failure by Jessica Leahy and if you're looking for a parenting book or even if you're not this is a really good one because she just goes through how to let your kids fail so that they can learn from that and grow My favorite example from the book is where she sees her son's completed homework on the table. He had worked all night on it and had done a great job, but it was now the morning and he'd neglected to put it into his backpack. She hum-hawed about, hmm, should I go to the school? Should I take it to him? I have to go to the school anyway for some other reason, And she got to the conclusion that no, she wasn't going to take it to him. She was going to see what happened and let him experience the consequences so that he would learn from it. And sure enough, he had some punishment from his teacher and his teacher talked with him about it. And from then on, he was more responsible about remembering to put it in his backpack. And if he hadn't had that experience, who knows? He might have done it again or not learned from his mistake. And she said she did feel a little bad about not rescuing him, but she made up for it by making chocolate chip cookies for him when he got home from school. So, And I saw this firsthand with teaching. Teaching definitely prepared me to be a better mother, and similarly, motherhood is helping me be a better teacher. You just got to follow through, hold kids accountable, let them learn those hard lessons. One of my second graders <laughs> said one time, you're like a mom. You're mean like a mom and you're nice like a mom. (laughs) And that was before I had kids, but I just really love the simplicity of it because there are times when you have to buckle down and be strict and teach them and other times that you can be their friend and loosen up. Okay, so how can we empower versus enable? First is we need to meet children where they are. With their interests, we need to listen. It will be a lot more meaningful if it's coming from them and what they are into. The next one kind of goes along with that. It's, we need to not impose our will on their learning. There's such a power in choices. And especially when the choice isn't very consequential, it's empowering to them. For example, do you want to put on your pajamas first or brush your teeth first? Or... Giving them the choice of what they want to eat for lunch or breakfast. Choices are empowering. And last is to praise effort, not success. We need to support but not take over. In college, we talked a lot about avoiding the phrase good job and just blanket praise because they just get used to hearing that praise and it kind of goes to their head or they ignore it. But if you praise the effort, you're being specific, you're naming what they did well and what skills they can improve on and what they're strengthening or learning. And then I just wanted to end with a quote by Peggy O'Mara, and she said, the way we talk to our children becomes their inner voice. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. You can find me on Instagram at is4adversity or email me at genbank16 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you.